Today's episode of Your Stories is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad, so enjoy the show! Your Stories is a wonderful opportunity to share all the highs and lows of being a nerd. You know that hobby you have that you don't talk to anyone about? It's a secret you don't like to share because it might make you feel weird. Maybe you're into something different. Uh, comic books, fantasy football, push-ups. Your Stories, to me, has been this really kind and welcoming space where people just have the guts to be really honest and they share their voices and their stories with everyone there, no questions asked. Uh, I've heard stories about all those things. Uh, maybe not not a lot of push-ups. I maybe haven't heard a lot of stories about push-ups. The Nerdalogs is group therapy meets Toastmasters. I know there's always a place where my odd thoughts and unusual habits will be welcomed and championed in a warm, supportive environment by other nerds just like me. And what's fun is you'll see people in the audience one month, and then all of a sudden they uh, go up and tell their story. So your story becomes their story, and their story is your story, and then it's our story, and then it's a podcast, so it's everybody's story, and then you've shared it, and gosh, that's great, huh? And even if you don't think you're a nerd, you probably are. It's easily the most Midwestern thing I've ever been a part of. Hey everybody, I'm Eric Arnault and this is the Nerdalogs Presents Your Stories Podcast. We're doing something a little different with today's episode. This is a recording of a story and song I did at another storytelling show in Chicago. Uh, that show is called All of the Feels and it's run by two Your Stories alums, Natasha Samrani and Nathan Robert. Uh, they asked me to do their September show, which was themed Grateful. Uh, see, every show is a different feeling. You get it. Uh, and I was grateful to them for allowing me to record my performance. Because after six years of podcasting, I couldn't fathom doing something only once and then having it disappear. That sounds like madness. Um, I really like this piece, which kind of follows up on a lot of the stuff I talked about on our tour episodes. And it also let me play a sweet Elton John song at the end. So there you go. Um, All of the Feels happens the third Tuesday of every month at North Bar, and it's a good time. So thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, Speaking of live shows... The next Live Your Stories is this Sunday, October 15th, at the Beat Kitchen. Being that it is October, the theme once again is Horror Stories, and it's going to get super spooky up in there. We've got a great lineup, and we're really stoked for this one. Uh, So come on out Sunday at 7 p.m. for some scary tales. More info on that is available on Nerdalogs.com and on our Facebook page. And we'll be back with those stories on the pod over the next couple weeks. So for now, enjoy just me. My stories. I'm also going to tell you guys a uh, brief story because I, I do host a storytelling show. Stories are what I do. I like them. And then I'm going to sing you guys a song. So uh, I feel like I cannot talk about gratitude without talking about privilege. So let's, let's do that. And I think that's fitting on the, you know, the uh, straight white guy in the room. So let, that's, I think that falls to me to talk about the, the privilege that I have. So I want to tell you guys about uh, some parallel summers that I had. 2010 and 2017 were, for me, very similar kind of summers uh, in a lot of ways, in a lot of biographical ways that we'll get into. But spiritually, I don't know if that's the right word, but it's close. Spiritually, they were fairly different, and I'd like to talk about why that is. So 2010, 
All right, I was running my own uh, business, which was a comic book store in the south suburbs of Chicago, and that was failing and closing and wrecking my credit and making me very broke. Uh, my grandmother, who I had kind of helped take care of for a long time, was, uh, was very sick, and she had just moved into a rest home and, and uh, was in and out of hospitals, and it fell to me to take care of her. Um, those are the two big things. There's a lot of little stuff, like my car got broken into, and uh, they took like all my gadgets, like my GPS and my stereo. It was a Honda Civic factory stereo, so whoever took that, I hope they really enjoyed that piece of shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it was a very, very stressful summer. I always felt like I was at my wit's end. There's one kind of particular moment that stands out to me, which was... I just got back from my grandma's rest home. She'd just been discharged from the hospital. I had to make all these phone calls to get her follow-up doctor's appointments, figure out when I could get her to them, uh, dealing with my, like, trying to shore up the finances of my failing business. And I got home, and um, my roommate had left a, a dirty, like, pot full of last night's dinner on my bed because last night after dinner I said, hey, I'll clean up. And then I forgot, and he, instead of cleaning it up himself, got angry and left it on my bed, which was a really cool thing to do, especially because I was already exhausted and I just wanted to collapse on my bed, and I come home and all there's dirty food on it. I don't want to impugn this guy as like a bad person. Actually, we had a long text conversation today about Star Trek. I just think, you know, we were all younger and dumber, and that just wasn't, whatever the reason for his doing that, it seemed very cruel and it made me feel really bad. I don't know that I've ever felt lower than at that moment, and it just wasn't a good scene for me. Okay, so that was 2010. So here's 2017. Once again, I find myself with no job. Now this time I quit, but I quit my job in December, and I probably literally sent in 100 job applications, if not more than 100, to prospective employers. And I got all of those, if anyone ever wrote me back, it was rejections, which boy, that feels, that feels really bad. So I'm struggling to pay rent, trying to put together part-time and temp jobs just to get there. Uh, a lot of Postmates, a lot of Uber Eats this summer. That was real glamorous. Uh, I had to sell a bunch of my stuff. I, I'm a big comic book guy, as you might have guessed by the fact that I owned a comic book store. I probably sold two and a half long boxes of comics to pay my rent and get car repairs this summer. So that was a real bummer. Um, so like I said, biographically, two summers kind of similar. And there were definitely times in 2017 that I also felt like Oh boy, I don't know what I'm gonna do next. I don't know how to get through this. I even, this is true, I Googled like best cities to run away to. And that's a very terrifying thing to Google because all the articles written about that assume that you are a criminal and that you are trying to run from the government and they tell you how to get off the grid. I didn't kill anybody, guys, just so you know. And I, as soon as I started reading, I'm like, mm, no, this isn't the right choice for me, never mind. Um, but why was 2017 different? And this is where I kind of want to get into this talk about privilege. So uh, I'm going to talk about one of my media heroes, Mr. Scott Aukerman. You guys know who Scott Aukerman is? Yeah, someone does. So he's the producer and host of this podcast, Comedy Bang Bang, that I really love. It's my first podcast love. And he did a Reddit AMA in 2014, and someone asked him uh, the ever great celebrity question, how do I do what you do? And Scott said, well, there's two pieces of advice I can give you. The first thing you do is you move to a city where other people are doing what you want. And the second thing you do is you be nice to everybody. And I didn't know that that was his advice when I made the move to Chicago in 2013 from the suburbs. But 
that was the path I took anyway. I moved here after my grandma finally passed away. I'm like, I don't need to stay in the suburbs anymore. I'm going to move to the city. I'm going to try to do this comedy thing because it's what makes me happy. And I had a group of friends, the Nerdalogs, who uh, was mentioned in my introduction that I could create with. And I think that by following Scott's advice, 2017 ended up a lot better for me because I found a community that not only wouldn't let me fail this summer, but pushed me into thriving. So let me tell you other things that I did this summer. I went on tour with my podcast, which is a lifelong goal. I, I, the week after I quit my job, I went on a two-week tour of the Western United States. That's fucking crazy. And I had things like Patreon and ticket sales to buy me food and gas on the road. That, that's incredible. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, I, um, my friends helped me get temp work that actually pushed me, like it helped me pay my rent. Like, I did uh, tech for a couple weeks at Soho House, which is this ridiculously swanky club in the West Loop that only rich people go to. And guess what? They pay you like only rich people go to it. Um, I even eventually got a new job through friends. And, like, do I feel bad about that? I sure do, because it wasn't on the strength of my resume. It was on who I knew. But it also was on the things that I knew. And I can't tell you what the job is yet, but it's really cool, and I'm going to be really happy and doing really well as soon as that kicks in. So then the question is, well, is that privilege? And I think, I think that it is. I think that my status as a, a socially mobile white person allows me so, to kind of not only get by, but do really well when I have no money. Because guys, for real, I have no savings. I'm still paying off debt from that closing store. I probably literally have $60 in my bank right now. And yet, I had an amazing quasi-summer vacation. And it, it dawns on me that that is because I have this freedom to, to go places and to do things and to have these connections you know, that other things in life got me, like a college education and, and good jobs that I met these people who would let me coast through this summer where I should have not even been able to pay rent. And that's incredible to me. And I, I don't even have like a noble end to this story, except all I can say is that I'm really going to try to pay that forward when I can. And I feel very grateful. That's something we do at my show. We point when we say the theme. I feel very grateful for that privilege that allowed me to have that summer. So now I'm going to play a song about that, kind of. Uh, I'm going to dedicate this to one of my best friends, Mr. Ben Rather, who we share a... I'm recording this, so Ben will hear it. We share a love of this artist. With the caveat, this song is about uh, New York City originally. It's a garbage city. Uh, but the emotion behind it is good. Just pretend I'm actually singing about Chicago. Uh, kind of like the inverse of that letter that everybody shared on social media a few weeks ago. So this is called Mona Lisa's and Manhattan's by Elton John. And now I know Spanish Harlem are not just pretty words to say. I thought I knew but now I know that rose trees never grow in New York City Until you've seen this trash can dream come true Staying at the edge while people run you through I thank the Lord there's people out there like you. I thank the Lord there's people out there like you. 
sky But they can't and that is why They know not if it's dark outside or light This Broadway's got It's got a lot of songs to sing If I knew the tune I might If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.